Why does our mind create negative thoughts? Today, we will try and understand the root cause of negative thinking. One professor was speaking to his students after class. They were standing in a corridor between classrooms. The professor was answering the students' questions with a cup of coffee in his hand. When another group of students came strolling by and one of the students carelessly bumped into the professor, forcing him to spill the coffee on the ground. The professor handled the situation with utmost calm and questioned the students, why did the coffee get spilled? They all volunteered different answers. One said, sir, you were standing in the wrong place. The second said, your arm was jutting out. The third said, it was the student's fault who was so careless. Wrong, said the professor to all their answers. The reason coffee got spilled was because the cup was holding it. Had the cup been filled with tea, that is what would have got spilled. Had it been full of orange juice, that would have fallen on the floor. Likewise, the reason our mind manufactures impure, fetid, rancid thoughts is because the mind itself is polluted. Had the mind been brimming with goodness, our thoughts would naturally be noble and sublime. So let us then understand why is our mind impure? If I were to come to your drawing room with a bag full of garbage from the city dump and spill it on your Kashmiri carpet, what would you say? If I took a pail of vermin from the sewage and threw them into your bedroom so that the cockroaches took off in different directions, how would you react? It's highly likely you would either call the police or show a revolver and say clean up the mess. Now, we all like to keep our home and environ clean. We don't even like to keep the garbage we have produced in our home or within our sight. We keep it outside. Then isn't it astonishing that we fill our mind with the garbage of negativities like hatred, greed, anger, anxiety, and envy. So what then is the reason for the impure mind? There are two, rag 
and dvesh attachment and hatred when the mind is attached to some person or some object the object of our attachment impinges on the mind again and again now if the mind were attached to god thoughts of god would have arisen repeatedly but the problem is our mind is attached within the three gunas sattva rajas tamas in this material realm so those material objects and personalities come to our mind repeatedly hari makhijani was an industrialist his children were not interested in his business line so he decided to sell his manufacturing facility one week after the sale the factory got fire hari makhijani stood watching it and began weeping his son said father why are you crying the factory is on fire the son said father have you forgotten you sold it one week ago oh my god thanks for reminding me what a relief said hari makhijani his mind was still attached to it so wherever there is attachment that object of our asakti clings to the mind if we wish to purify the mind we will have to free it of attachments let us then understand the cause why does the mind start clinging to people and entities in attachment i will first explain to you the neurological explanation for this from my book the power of thoughts and then we'll go even beyond into what the bhagavad gita states what causes attachment the brain assists the mind in creating it the recurrence of thought triggers the synaptic plasticity of the brain and changes its neural configuration it creates an expressway of neurons to facilitate those thoughts you may have noticed that if you are attached to someone his or her thoughts repeatedly come to your mind that is because the brain has created neural highways for facilitating thoughts of that person so this is the neurological explanation but shri krishna goes into more subtleties he says dhyayato vishayan pumsah sangasteshu pajayate sangat sanjayate kamah kamat krodho bhijayate arjun he says when you repeatedly contemplate happiness somewhere your own repetition of the thought that there is happiness there results in the mind clinging to it and that state is called asakti or attachment indians are 
tea lovers. They feel that tea relaxes their senses and soothes the mind. Interestingly, however, the habit of tea came to India from the outside. During the colonial rule, the British had established vast tea estates to produce tea for export to England. And then they got this idea that if they could make Indians also develop the tea habit, then they could earn so much from the vast Indian population. So I heard from my elders that years ago, trucks would come into residential areas giving free tea to anyone who was interested. And when people drank the tea, it would make them feel slightly good. The taste would titillate the senses just that teeny weeny bit. And they began contemplating there is happiness in this cup. Slowly that contemplation led to a little bit of attachment. And these trucks began charging one paise for the cup. And as tea began gripping people's minds, the prices increased to 5 paise, 1 rupee, 5 rupees. And now when you go to a good hotel, a cup of tea will cost you 100 or 200 rupees. How did this attachment develop? By contemplation. So the problem is, we have repeatedly contemplated happiness in material things. And that is where our mind is clinging. Now, if we contemplate happiness in the all-pure, our mind will cling to God. And the result will be, the mind will get purified. It will then generate noble, lofty thoughts. So much for the concept of attachment. In the next episode, in this series, The Power of Thoughts, we will talk about the reverse of attachment, which is hatred or aversion.